0: You're listening to the Fanboy Garage Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Fanboy Garage. I'm Chris Lasanti, joined by my co-host Aaron Varola.
2: Yo, what's up folks? Welcome to episode 165 of the Fanboy Garage. Hope everyone is doing well. Sorry it has been a little bit. Uh, we've been busy, but life life goes on. Um, and there's lots of stuff for us to fill you guys in on, give you our reactions to things. The Mandalorian had a finale. Peacemaker had a finale. We've seen more of the Batman the Rock drops special trailers. Ivan Reitman passes away sadly, and a whole lot more, uh, including, yeah. of course, we've been following the box office. So Spider Man continues to break records. But uh, Chris, I don't know where do, where Ugh, do we want to pick this There's up. There's just
1: so much to talk about this week. Um, since we're going to be, you know, getting into stuff with Spider, um, with uh, Star Wars and Peacemaker and all that, let's just get some of this, like the house cleaning, out of the way, right? Yeah. Um, so box office quickly I mean the story that we've really been following here is Spider-Man and we said that it was it was going to pass Avatar and it has it's sitting at 771 million right now. Uh it had a 4% drop this week. Uh it did 7.2 million for the 3 day and it's going to add probably another I think 1.8 to 2 million dollars uh tomorrow for the the holiday, the 4 day holiday. Weekend, So um, yeah, it's 771 million by the end of um, tomorrow, as we record this on Sunday, which is 11 million more than Avatar, but it's still going. So this thing's yeah. heading towards like well, 780 million. Uh, Huge. But the thing is, interestingly enough, it was a big weekend at the box office for Tom Holland. Who obviously is in Spider Man No Way home, but he also is the star of Uncharted, which debuted this weekend at number one. It's forty four point one million for the three day weekend and upwards of fifty one million for the uh four day. Right. Which is right now the estimate, which is above what the pre weekend projections were of about thirty to thirty five million.
2: That's wild. So which movie does not look good to me at uh, all. No,
1: and Never. Yeah, and uh, so, you know, clearly Tom Holland has some momentum right now. Mm
0: -hmm. And it it
1: probably also bodes well for, like, movies that are to come this year. Like, you know, because this is a movie that, you know, last year probably doesn't do this, you know. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. clearly people are ready to get back to the theater for the right reason. I mean, we could say, well, maybe Tom Holland's star has risen dramatically getting brighter. It's which, much brighter yeah which i get but I, I still think a movie like this it's just it's a good i think it's a good sign i mean the audience score is actually so the reviews were not great right just doing like 40% on rotten tomatoes but the audience score is 90% so people are enjoying people are just it just trying to
2: have a good time man
1: that's what exactly and i guess that's what i'm getting at like so movies like this where people are just looking for to have some fun and whatever. I now who knows what kind of legs this thing will have. It could drop off a cliff tomorrow. Um, right. you know, next weekend, but for now, hey, listen, that's a hell of a start. It's over a hundred million worldwide. So okay. uh not bad. I mean it's doing pretty well across the board. Yeah. So, you know, there you go. Tom Holland, <laughs> leading man.
2: <laughs> go figure. Um, <clears throat> it's a comic I mean not a comic book, it's a a video game yes. movie, which
1: they do not uh, historically typically don't do, well.
2: do very well. Correct. Uh, traditionally, so we'll see. We'll see how it pans out and where it places. Especially live action, right? You know, right? Uh, comic book movies. Um, but good for him. Yeah, absolutely. You know? We love good. Tom
1: Holland here.
2: So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I and did. Did, it, it, did I hear something? I think you think I said this on Twitter that. uh Spider-Man No Way Home was going to get another release?
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's a rumor
2: footage? or if that's
1: been confirmed. I saw something like March 11th. They're going to release it with additional footage, which yeah. would be the week after the Batman comes out. Um, I guess it could happen. I, I haven't seen anything confirming it, though. Maybe it has been. Um, I haven't really paid close attention to it because right, right, right. it's funny. I was actually considering, you know, thinking about maybe going to see it tomorrow. Yeah, but now I'm like, well, if they're going to re-release it, if I'm going to go see it again, I might as well wait to see if this extra footage version comes out. Who, have, you know, regardless of what that footage is, it may not even be that exciting. But why right. not? Like, why not see that version sure. if I'm going to see it again?
2: Uh, and it releases on VOD relatively soon. I think this the end week? of the month. Yeah, February twenty eighth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so our oh, next Tuesday, rather. Uh, yeah. So that, that's a, yeah, that's exciting um or next monday rather
1: so that's a way i guess to get people back to the theater even though you could watch it at home so that would make sure. sense
2: except when movie theater tickets are $17 before tax and fees at least here in new york and uh you're only paying 19.99 for it, to own it yeah so well yeah i don't think it's going to get me in the seat again
1: yeah, probably huh. not. I mean, not if I am going to be able to watch it at home, and yeah, uh, and I am not going to be able to utilize my Tuesday discounts much going forward uh, right. as my schedule has changed. My my six dollar uh, Regal Tuesdays to which would be like to rewatch a movie or to watch something like uh, sure. that I was you know not super super excited about but wanted to see.
2: So mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. But yeah, I did I did see something about that. Um, yeah. And you know it's funny I I I, so I I bought my my uh presale tickets for the Batman. Yes. happened to look at the price of the ticket and I was like, "Damn."
1: Yeah, mine was uh
2: 1760 something or well, whatever. that's
1: better than me because I so I'm going on a on Saturday morning.
2: So am I. I mean, because my
1: night. yeah, the days for me going on uh Thursday night or early Friday Thursday afternoons or Friday mornings which would be my preference or for now, over uh, at least for, for a little while. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm going on a Saturday morning for the first time in a while. But it was um, I was like twenty bucks. But I I I want to say I'm going to the. I got to actually look at my ticket to see whether I got like the premium format or the standard. I don't even remember at this point.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but uh, yeah, it's
2: not cheap. No, it's not. Yeah. And it's actually kind of like. Uh, well, when I when I when I bought my tickets, I, I thought kind of like. Like disappointed. I don't know why. In the ticket, I was like seventeen dollars.
1: Well, I mean that hasn't really changed much. But like, they're not doing. It's interesting. They're not doing matinee pricing. Like,
2: um, at least they in went my for thing. AMC,
1: because if I, I mean, I could go. Let me check my app now, because maybe I, I, I lied just now. It's very possible.
2: A- AMC had like a thirty percent off for the matinee. The matinee really? prices.
1: Let me see what my. Uh...
2: Um, but so, yeah, I'm going, uh, while you oh, so that, I,
1: you know what it is? I did do the RPX. That's why it was expensive and didn't have a matinee price because it. it's the premium okay. format. Got so, it. Got it. yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, uh, I'm going Saturday, Saturday night. Um, surprised to see, so fr- Friday still had availability, but it was like an eight o'clock show and I'd, you know, want to do dinner with my kids and put put them to bed, whatever. But, yeah. uh, so I'm going Saturday. Like the late shows on Friday were all sold out. Yeah, you know it's like I'm interesting. Eleven o'clock.
1: So there was a whole thing about this because I had a few people text me, um, and uh, they're like, "Hey, I'm trying to get Batman tickets. What's going on?" And like, I hadn't actually tried. But um, I think people just assumed it would be like Spider-Man where like they would go on sale like midnight or or, like maybe even 3 a.m. like East Coast time, you know, uh, midnight West Coast, you know, so they could get them in the middle of the night and people were waiting and nothing was happening. Like you could actually Mm. go to the ticket screen. But when you went to actually select the show and the tickets, it would be like. I know on the Regal app, it was like, oops, something went wrong. Mm-hmm. And the AMC, they made it look like there was a problem, like things were crashing, but that's not what it was. It turned out tickets just weren't scheduled to go on sale Already. until noon. Yeah. Uh, so I think that caused maybe, like, when I bought my ticket for my show, like, I want to say I was the only ticket.
2: <laughs> yeah, I so when I bought my Saturday my saturday uh ticket i was the only one that bought a ticket yeah that's saturday and i'm going at 10 10 o'clock
1: yeah so I, I i'm assuming that's not the case right now. yeah that's you know but
2: and it's getting it, i heard it's uh it's getting released in china yeah uh, march 18th yeah so so that that bodes well for the film but we'll you know we'll see we'll see how it uh i mean people are excited and that's great you know it's it's a, it's a batman film it Looks great.
1: Yeah, I'm starting to feel a little bit more hype now, and and that makes no. I don't mean like as far as watching trailer. I know you're not. You're avoiding everything, and the trailer dropped uh, yesterday for during uh, the NBA All Star uh, weekend. (coughs) Kind of a surprise, but I know you're avoiding everything, and for the most part, I am as well. But I'm just talking about like general, just seeing people talking about it. Like a few weeks ago. I saw people talking about it, but it was, it was a lot of the, the the people you would expect, at least in like our circles. Sure. But now sure. I'm starting to see like more conversation going on, and I'm starting to hear more, a little bit more about it. Um, I do know one person uh, in my office is uh, refusing to go see it uh, because uh, uh, he says if Christian Bale isn't in it, uh, that's it; he's out. that
2: is the wrong hill to die on my friend
1: (laughs) but uh we'll we'll see if that actually holds up but so yeah i mean it's it's interesting but but you know there is something to that though i wonder if there are people that just are like oh really like Like, too soon like geez we just had and and i know we've talked about this before like where superhero fatigue is probably overrated and not really much of a thing but is character fatigue a thing like we just had, we had Christian Bale's Batman, which is still fresh in people's minds, especially since yeah. those movies seem to be on TV every five minutes. Um, And then you had Ben Affleck's Batman, you know, and regardless of what you think about, you know, the movies that he was in, um, I mean, it's a thing, right? And, and it was, you know, it was a big deal and people knew about it. And now we're getting this Batman and it's like, is right. that, will we get to a point where it is too much at some point? I mean, it happened with Spider-Man. Right. It happened with, you know, the Mark Webb Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield. Um, It'd be interesting to see if if um, if there's any of that
2: here. My brother, my brother is one of those um, anti-Batman people right now
1: because it's just he thinks it's too much. It's too much. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I asked him, I said, oh, dude, have you seen the, the, you know, any any trailer for the Batman? He's like, what? He's like, I don't care about this. He's like, why is it always Batman? He's like there's so many Batman Batman. He's like I'm kind of done. I'm like wow. Okay. He's like I'm not interested. He's like who's playing Batman? I'm like Robert Pattinson. He's like that dude from Twilight? Yeah, I wonder I wonder how many people are going
1: to have that reaction. Yeah. Um because I I actually had somebody uh that I was talking to the other day. That's not um I wouldn't call them a big uh like big superhero like they're just they watch the movies you know from time to time but it's not something like that they seek out whoever and they were like oh i can't believe that guy from the twilight movies is playing Batman. like i don't want to see that yeah and i'm like well you got to realize like he's he's done other things and he actually is a good actor like he was mailing it in in those movies because it was a paycheck and a big one you know but um but he's done some really interesting work but in movies that nobody's seen because they were like art house films and stuff like that, and smaller movies. And that's the thing; like he hasn't done a lot of big blockbusters, so people, the mainstream world, still knows him as Edward Cullen, you know, because right. his movies like Cosmopolis and stuff that you know nobody saw those movies, right? Um, so, you know, and that's where he's done his most interesting work. So it's, it is an interesting thing that I wonder how much of that is uh, is a thing as well wouldn't yeah. surprise me if there's – but, but, you know, that's where word of mouth comes into play.
2: Sure. Right?
1: Sure. I mean, that's where, you know, you uh, – you know if the reviews come in and they're great and if the word of mouth is strong, like, that's where you're going to get those pe- – those types of people will run out maybe on a Saturday or a Sunday yeah. to check it out because they don't want to – you know, the whole fear of missing out thing. Um, yeah, I
2: put, I put my brother on a, on a shelf these days because uh, he's, like, the only human being that hasn't seen Spider-Man. Uh, no I mean, way his, home his, his priorities are all messed up what can i say got it yeah but that okay well it is. Yeah, <laughs> i guess he's like ah oh, yeah maybe i'll go he's like is it really good i'm like dude are you are you really? serious <laughs> are you, serious? Is it, are you so, you're asking me now it's been out for months if it's really good here
1: here's an interesting thing you I, I just happened to be flipping through the the regal app as we were talking here um and uh, interesting that uh, they still have tickets for the RPX, like those Wednesday night fan early access showings. Mm-hmm. Not many, but my showing where I said I was like the first ticket purchase. Yeah. Yeah. There's only um, seven tickets
2: sold. <sighs> Man, that's for that. Show. That's that's interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. I mean, it's next week.
1: I mean, there's a lot of showings and they're doing a lot of advanced stuff and there's Wednesday yeah. night, there's Thursday, you know, most of the half the day and Friday. So, you know, who knows, but mm. Mm, you know, I don't know. I mean, I it's proje- Box Office Pro. So, there was conflicting reports. I I, I want to say it was Forbes that had they're saying it was they were tracking it at 70 million opening weekend. Box Office Pro had it between
2: 135 and 150. That is a. That is like a 50% difference between yeah. the two. Yeah.
1: No? So, um, and Box Office Pro is usually pretty good.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: know, if anything, they tend to be as under sometimes when it comes to these big, big movies. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, like, this doesn't feel it. yet to me, like a movie that's just going to explode. But we'll have to see. Again, when the reviews come out, when the word of mouth starts happening, yeah. you know, maybe... We're,
2: yeah. we're, I think, and I think people are getting early early screeners like like this week. I, I think we'll start to hear some, some stuff.
1: Yeah. You know, the fact that it's a three-hour, almost three-hour movie, too, is like, you yeah. know, how many people are going to sit there and say... Oh, really, not only is it another Batman movie, but it's a three-hour Batman movie. Yeah, like
2: yeah. you just,
1: I just, it's be interesting. This is going to be an interesting test, mm. you know, to see where where people like how much you could get away with like the reinvention of the same characters over and over again. Uh, I mean, seen... we're getting
2: and we're getting multiple Bat, Batman type content as well. Yes, I mean, although oriented, it's on a different different platform, not you know, not theatrical stuff, but. Uh... There's Yeah, there's a lot of stuff floating yeah. around.
1: Although I don't know how much the mainstream world knows about, like, Keaton, Batman, yeah, and the, the Flash Keaton, Batman, and stuff like that Bangor. or any of the other things that are going on. Um, but, like, I mean, they're raring to go with this Matt Reeves Batman-verse, yeah. you know, on HBO Max and stuff. And so, uh, yeah, it's going to be, uh, well, we'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens with that. Um, well, I'm
2: hyped. I, I still want, you know, I'm just excited to see it and see see what, you know. So it's a of course oh i'm but i'm I've seen yeah pretty much every batman film in theaters
1: i'm excited for anything batman that happens and yeah. i judge it after the fact and you know good bad or otherwise and yeah i'm trying to think i i have seen yeah i've seen every live action batman movie you know since batman 89 uh in theaters yeah um same. yeah i haven't yep. missed one of those i mean yeah without question so it's i mean batman's my thing and um so yeah i mean obviously i'm not gonna miss this i don't really care yeah. what uh what's happening. well
2: stay stay tuned keep it locked on the fanboy garage and we'll give you guys the the rundown after we've seen the film of, uh, Yeah, we'll absolutely. try to keep you guys clean of any spoilers for those that have not seen it but uh Stay tuned for the, week, the, the weekend after it drops.
1: Yeah, I feel like this is the kind of movie that we'll be able to talk about without having to... I mean, this isn't, you know, No Way Home. Right. Where it's like, oh, well, I don't think anyway, where it was like so dependent on like the spoilers were such a yeah. major yeah. plot. You couldn't really talk about the movie unless you just wanted to say I liked it or I didn't mm-hmm. without getting into the spoilers, right? But yeah. this isn't going to be that type of thing. True. I'm sure there's, you know, it's always going to be things to spoil, but, uh, but, you know, DC, you know, they could be looking at a pretty, pretty decent year, you know? I mean,
2: it looks like that, right? Yeah.
1: You got that first look stuff at, um, from Black Adam, which looks really cool, we got to see Hawkman and Doctor Fate, right, and Adam Smasher, and
2: that looks, you know, I'll be honest, man, that stuff looks really clean. It looked great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I was surprised.
1: I um, I wasn't necessarily surprised, but I, I'm pretty pumped for that. I, I'm also pumped for the Flash. I mean, look, I like what we saw from the Flash too. I kind of like that the uh, you know, the outfit and yeah. Um, I, you know, obviously I love the
2: or comes down over his eyes. Yeah.
1: And I love the, you know, the fact that Keaton's coming back and and all that and see what they do with Supergirl and, and, you know, that stuff. And, um, and, you know, it's not just a gimmick with Keaton either. I mean, he's going to be in Batgirl. So, you know, it's going to lead to something. It's not just a novelty appearance, you know, just for the sake of popping up. Uh, so that that has me even more excited about that because it's going yeah, to build. I'm pretty
2: stoked about that. Yeah. Um, um, you know, I was uh I was on the um B O F Batman on Film Satellite yep. Show uh, last week, and um, they asked me about about uh, Keaton coming back, and 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 it is exactly that. It's like I know that the dude he doesn't need the money. That's number one, and number well, two, sure. the story must have been. Compelling enough to get him back in the suit after thirty plus years. Absolutely. You know what so, like, because Keaton's got to become very selective. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, know I mean, he, he did turn no it, way he turned home. it down. Yeah, you yeah, turned the role down before. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see what he does. I mean, there have been some leaked images of of the set, uh, onset of of Batgirl and, and the new Bat suit, which looks amazing, by the way, because I did see that. But yeah. uh, <clears throat> I'm excited to see what uh, where he is as a character and sort of where in the universe this kind of thing shakes out. Cause sure. You know,
1: I mean, that's the it, intrigue, right? I mean, if you're going to have your initial like, Oh, it's Keaton back. Mm-hmm. But like that, that lasts for like a minute. And then you, there's gotta be something to it. And the intrigue yeah. there is really like how, how, why, who, you know, how does it work? How does it right. fit? What right. happens with everything else? And, and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so that's fun. And, and it's nice that it's, there's going to be distance, between like No Way Home, although I mean I know you're gonna have um, Doctor Strange, and we'll talk about that in a second. Oh,
2: oh boy. But well, we have Doctor yeah. Strange. But
1: uh, I mean, with all the multiverse stuff happening now on both with both brands, right? Like it's nice that there's a little distance there, yeah, just so you could take a, take it all in. Um, and uh, because yes, Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness dropped a trailer during the Super, during the Bowl. Super Bowl and uh, man that was quite an eventful now that was an eventful trailer
2: that trailer gave me like anxiety yeah i know i was like i feel like i missed so much yeah <laughs> and i didn't blink yeah you know uh,
1: now that's when i had to keep rewatching just cuz i not you know like looking to spoil anything but like i just needed to i was like wait did that what did, yeah. like i need to rewatch that
2: um it's epic it just looks. Little, yeah, I mean, there's zombies. Yes, you know, there's like multiple versions of Doctor Strange. Yep. There's America Chavez. Yep. Uh you know, if you look at the poster, there's like hints to Captain Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't even I, I mean there's so there's which would so make much, sense, right? There yeah there's oh and let's not forget there's professor x
1: right which we we had a back and forth on twitter
2: like was it about this and i was
1: like did i was that was that who i think it is and and everyone was like wait what who and i was like or maybe not because i i didn't want to mephisto myself yeah but uh yeah i mean i'm pretty sure that's what that was
2: (laughs) and then and then there you know it could be the um unless
1: they're gonna ralph boner us
2: God, I hope they don't.
1: No, I like But can't, then there's
2: like hints to, you know, potentially the, the Illuminati, which is a yeah. a you know, series of superheroes that kind of oversee the multiverse for lack of a.
1: Right. I mean, for the, for and this. then there's what, or at least what I think is Monica Rambo. Right. Right. Um, we could get a, ble- a brief glimpse of that.
2: Uh, right. Could be Kang. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Right? You never know. I, who knows? Uh, who knows? Yeah. It's just a lot of stuff is thrown They're out They're just there. throwing
2: a whole bunch of stuff at yeah.
1: us. As you would expect. I mean, look, the movie's called In the Multiverse of Madness. So after No Way Home, and now you have this in Multiverse of Madness movie, like you have to kind of deliver, right? I mean, you would almost expect this movie to be like a fever dream kind of, yeah. right? Where it's just like, wow, wait, what? Um, So that's exciting. You know, just... The concept alone is exciting.
2: Yeah, directed by Sam Raimi, who yep. just—it looks like top form, man, for him. A lot of the, a lot of the imagery and, and whatnot that we're, you know, we're kind of yeah. Being, uh,
1: and I mean, we we still geously. haven't even talked about like the stuff with. I mean, not that there's much in the trailer, but like the whole Wanda thing. I mean, we we had the entire WandaVision series, right? Right. That kind of started all of this, and it's like she that whole thing almost becomes like an afterthought because of everything else that's happening in the trailer, but that's, you would assume, is a Yeah, she's main... back in the
2: house of Westview.
1: Yeah, it's a main chunk of the story of this movie, Gosh. right?
2: Yeah, I, you know, dude, like, I don't know. I feel like they just peppered us with a bunch of... And this is what... I mean, this is obviously what a teaser trailer does. It sure. peppers you with a bunch of images, no context to the right. story.
1: I mean, you want to get people talking, which we're doing, obviously. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. It was funny, I saw I saw a comment on Twitter, like, uh, the Batman drops... In like two weeks and people are talking more about Doctor Strange than than the Batman.
1: Well, I mean, there's some truth to that, but that's because it's very different things. You know, yeah, I mean, very, very different. first of all, multiverses are hot right now.
2: I, and it's coming off of the heels of, of like the biggest movie yeah. in the past, you know, since Avengers uh, endgame. endgame.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, you got so that's the the fact that and, you know, maybe the Batman will suffer from this, not. Um, Creatively But like maybe it'll suffer As far as from box office stuff Because like Right now It's all about the multiverse Right And people That's what people are interested in That's what they're talking about That's what gets people That people want to know Like who's coming in Who's not Like who's going away Like that's the type of stuff That gets chatter going Now whether that necessarily Correlates to box office Obviously it did when it came to No Way Home, but that's also a, a different thing, right? Mm-hmm. But we'll see. You know, what does it mean for the box office? Is is does it mean that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is going to do better than the Batman? I don't know. Um, yeah, you know. But does it mean that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is going to get like a No Way Home bump? We we figured it would, but is it going to be even an even bigger bump? Because now these yeah. movies have become connected. You know. Oh yeah, big
2: time. Um, And I mean, and 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 and, you know, we talked about Professor X. Like that's a big, that's a big carrot. Yes, that's a huge carrot. We didn't get anything like that with any of the Spider-Man stuff. I mean, there were hints, obviously, that there that uh, you know, with the villains and all of that stuff. And then you'd assume that the other Spider-Man would be there, but like they flat. I mean, they were like, yeah, you tell us who the voice is. And everyone's. Like, and we'll oh show you just
1: enough of like the yeah, back of the head, so you see you to... it's in like a bald head, you know.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. And that's all it could be—a head on a on a wheelchair, and a jar. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that, that that's what get, that's what getting that's what's getting people talking. That's what's yeah. getting people like. But there's up. so
1: there's nothing like that for a straight up. Movie like no. the Batman, where you're no. also reintroducing a a new version of new a character. character. It's its own universe, so it's not going to be like a, oh, who's going to pop up here and who's right. going to. It's right. not. It's nothing like that. I mean, this is a straight up movie. So the only thing to talk about because you don't know nothing about it is just like. Who's playing them, um, what it looks like, what the trailers look you know the typical stuff that we used to talk about when we talked about these types of movies, but now now, now
2: we're all into theories yeah, and absolutely like and'm and I'm, I'm guilty of it I'm yeah. on a hunt man to get comic books that I think might yeah m- might help to you know solidify oh uh, i I'm, I'm, I'm actually theorizing what the story is and then trying to buy comic books off the back end of that so I can like make some money yeah. <laughs> You know, like yeah. I got to get the first, the first uh, Illuminati appearance. I got to get, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, I'm trying to get the first America Chavez. Uh, then watch, all, watch what will happen. She'll die in the first five minutes of the phone.
1: Yeah, no, that, no yeah, that's, not, that's happening. not happening.
2: I mean, dude, I, I told you, I bought the new Avengers. The moment, the moment I saw those twins in yep. uh, WandaVision, WandaVision, I yeah. copped the new Avengers. I was like, yep, I'm mm. going to buy that. just did. Yeah. glad I did. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I mean, lots lots of stuff. I mean, that drops in, what, May? Uh, May. And it got bumped because they had, well, n- not only because of COVID, but they're, they've been doing a lot of reshoots.
1: Yes, and, right, who knows what they're adding. Probably fun Loads things. Stuff, yeah, Holy May shit. 6th, release date for... Uh... Yeah. And that's so soon. It is. I mean, it's... It yeah, really
2: is. I mean... About... Less two and a half
1: months, not even.
2: Yeah, so like the marketing machine is going to turn on. Yeah. Very soon for this film, Uh, toys, all of that stuff. That's going to—I mean—that's Marvel's next big thing.
1: Yeah, and the the question winds up being like, how much? I mean, I know, look, we got teases and whatnot, but how much more do they show us? Yeah. You know, as it as it really starts to ramp up.
2: Right. You know. Speaking speaking of movies, I got bumped. I, I, I'm sorry because I'm going to spring this one on you. When is when did Mor- Morbius get moved to? Uh, March maybe. Really? Um, I, I thought, I thought Oh,
1: before. April first.
2: Okay. Yeah,
1: April Fool's Thanks, Day. Man. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, not that I mean. You talk about I'm like not irrelevance. Good about that now. one right now. I mean, and the funny thing is like. I mean, so do, they announced uh, Russell Crowe is going to join Aaron Taylor Johnson in Craven the Hunter, which is set for a January 13th, 2023 release. And it's like, ugh, I just don't care. You know, it's like, first of all, they lost me at Aaron Taylor Johnson.
2: Yeah, but uh, he was great and kick ass getting his ass kicked and stabbed. That's, and whatever, but. that's about it. That's pretty much it, yeah. Yeah, he sucks. Oh, he was he was all right as Quicksilver, but they, you know, they kill him yeah, off. Yeah, he's whatever. What, well, you didn't see that coming? Ter- he was terrible in Godzilla. But, um... Still have not seen that movie.
1: But anyway, he... Yeah, so, like, things like that, that's like... Now movies like Morbius and Kravitz, like, man, you better... Oof.
2: You gotta step... I mean, There better be something
1: to, serious in those yeah, movies now. Yeah, they better now. step their game up. Yeah.
2: You know what, dude? I'll be honest with you. So... My son, he's he's in, in Spider-Man, like, right now, big, big time. He's into, like, all Marvel stuff at the moment. He's petrified of Thanos, loves to see Thanos for some reason, <laughs> yeah. wants to see the Hulk so he can just, like, scream and, like, you mm. know, flex his muscles yep. and whatnot. But he's really, really into Spider-Man. And uh, we were watching uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. I've seen that movie more times than I can. That movie's so perfect. Oh yeah. It is so good. Yeah. That it, it gives me hope that like Sony knows they've got like some inkling of how to like structure a good story if they if they do it right, you know? And so well, like,
1: maybe. I mean they certainly didn't do it me, with me. let there be carnage. <sighs>
2: no. I mean Their despite track the success is total, total but,
1: trash I mean despite the success of both Venom movies at the box office yeah
2: it, they're not they're not well made they're not like well written no the the writing
1: much. and the stories are the least yeah, interesting yeah, aspect total, total of trash. those movies
2: I'm just hoping that these other things are I don't know I don't know
1: I just think that uh, into the spider verse was just like the perfect storm because you had a great concept right a great character yeah. that could that had broad appeal and just, they, they went crazy with, I mean, they really just pushed the boundaries and had all kinds of freedom, it seems like, to do whatever, because they probably didn't have like high hopes, at least from a box office perspective, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, superhero animated films haven't really yeah. knocked it out of the park. But and then it was it, a slow
2: burn. It was,
1: because the word of mouth was like, no, you seriously, like, you got to go see yeah. this. Like, this is yeah. not just like a kid's, I mean, it it certainly appeals to kids, but it's not like a kid's cartoon you know like this is a like a serious animated movie um with incredible depth to it and that's the great part about it and that's why i think it's going to be so like it's going to endure because um like you know your son can watch it just because, like, he's probably amazed by, like,
2: the visuals and everything and how cool it is. Thing, man. But, like, yeah. you're going
1: to be able to, you, it's going to be one of those movies where you're not going to care if he wants to watch it 50 times.
2: Nope. You know I, I mean, know? hell, the kids better get used to me watching over right. and over again. yeah. That's kind of where it's at. It. It's just, it, um, I'll tell you, man, I, I, I like, I get emotional watching that film a lot. Well, yeah, I mean, there's legit it, emotion in that movie. Yeah, there's some, some good stuff, man. Yeah, some really, really. It's good It's gonna be stuff. interesting to
1: see how the next one does. If the, I think the next one, like how much bigger the next one winds up being, because yeah. I think now people know, you know, and uh, you're gonna have like multi generations, like a family, going to these to that movie and, and it. Yeah. getting it, and, and I, I think it's gonna be like even so much bigger than the last one was. Plus, now with what happened with No Way Home and
2: No Way <laughs> Home, I mean Miles, Miles Morales has a video game yeah um you know he his his comic is through the roof right now that the value of that thing just keeps on going on i'm glad i got it um but uh yeah i mean and he's and i mean there's it just looks good like from that one little teaser too it just looks really really sure so i'm excited yeah anyways sorry to take us off
1: that's right And, um, the interesting, did you see that the, speaking of like the Marvel extended universe or whatever, did you see that the, um, the Netflix shows are leaving Netflix March 1st?
2: Yeah. Probably end up on like Hulu.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, Um, it's, you know, some people are like, oh no, I still think they'll be on Disney plus because even though they're rough around the edges and gritty and stuff like those characters, now that they're, some of them are popping up, you know, in MCU properties, like why would you separate them and. And stuff like that. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do do with those. Um, I, yeah. I know that. I mean, obviously they don't get rated like a movie would. You know, in that sense. I mean,
2: there's ratings for do television. They, do they drop f bombs in them? You know, I don't even remember. I don't. Th- I don't think so. But I don't, I'll tell you one yeah. thing: like the Punisher smashes a dude's face. Yeah. Well,
1: you know, it's it, you know Kevin Feige when he was talking about Moon Knight.
2: He said it was going to be brutal. Brutal,
1: and it's like a like different. You know, from yeah. where they've been, so maybe they're you know kind of starting to open that up a little bit,
2: dude. If if they opened up, if they if they kind of kept like a, uh, you know, like the age restricted stuff, on on Disney Plus, like, dude, why why send them to Hulu? Get them to pay yeah. for? I mean, so right. I know it's all this. I'm about to say it's all the same, but you know what I mean? It's not all the same. No, different, different platforms, but. You want... Let's keep your shit uniform. Yeah. Like Marvel, Marvel, all over Because, uh, I mean, Disney if you're going to... Awesome. Look,
1: if Daredevil... And if that version of Daredevil... And that version of the... Or a, a... You know, version of the Kingpin... That is essentially that version... You know, times maybe three or four... Mm-hmm. Uh, are going to... And maybe other characters are going to start popping up... In the proper MCU, like... I mean, it would ground, make sense. Yeah, ground you them would, in the original stuff. Yeah, you would want to say... Hey, look... You know, here's their appearance. This is, you know, you want to educate some people maybe on that a little sure. bit. Sure. I know.
2: mean, Jessica Jones basically just pushes people. Yeah, so.
1: and there was, again, it it got, um, it got less and less as the shows went on, but there was an initial connection. Yeah. You know, those shows initially, like Agents of Shield, were set in the MCU. And, yeah, I
2: remember the original poster for uh, for Daredevil had yeah. Avengers tower yeah. in the back yeah and a lot of yeah.
1: references to the event in new york and you know and and all that and and i mean clearly it was supposed to be and then as again as the split started to happen with the studios and and then it like as it went on it it became less and less connected or yeah. at, le- at least less and less uh there were less references to it and it became more of its own thing but yeah so i mean there is that stuff in there so we'll we'll see what happens with that yeah uh that's just interesting i mean well, i guess we'll know and I don't know if they're eventually going to pop up somewhere else right away, but we'll know in a, a week and or so. Sure. Now, yeah. Sure. And uh, did you have a chance to see the any of the Lord of the Rings stuff, the Rings of Power? For,
2: the trailer for,
1: for yeah for Prime Video. Yeah, man. It looked pretty yeah, pretty man. epic.
2: It looks great. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like
1: like. The middle earth from even though yeah, it's, yeah. it's not the same time period, but it feels like that same universe, Like right? Sure,
2: you know? yeah. I'm excited for it big time, yeah. Big time, certainly looks that's um, why that's
1: the reason why my uh prime membership went up. Thanks,
2: oh yeah, thanks, thank you, Amazon. I got yeah. the same notification yeah. March 25th or something like that. Good stuff, on, uh, yeah. yeah, excellent. Everyone's raising their prices, Netflix raised theirs, yeah. Amazon raised theirs. It's good times, yeah. Good time
1: As they all battle for content and to spend $200 million on movies and TV shows.
2: Right. Yeah. I'm like trash. I was just trolling through Netflix moments ago. My wife is like, let's find a movie. Flip, 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 flip. I'm like, ain't shit on here. No. Ain't shit on here. We ended up watching the Aziz on a quick okay. session in the cellar, which is pretty funny. Uh, then I'm watching... Jesus, oh, Ge- genius or something like that. Genius, that's what it is. <laughs> okay, it's a big difference. Sorry between Jesus and genius. It's genius or ye- genius. Wow, you're it's the it's... Kanye West documentary. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. Yeah, you got you. You know, you, know, you see where I'm going with that, right? <laughs> yeah, like it is spelled all weird. It's like genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh-huh. start watching that. Great, um, sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna watch. We were gonna watch The Kingsman, but my wife was not.
1: You know, I almost started that the other day because I was like, "Oh, wow, that's on." Um, it's it on Hulu.
2: On HBO Max.
1: Oh, is it, it, HBO Max or was it Hulu? It, I think it was Hulu because I don't go on. It's Hulu. On
2: HBO, No, it's on HBO Max too.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, either way, I almost tuned, turned it on. I was, but then I I wound up like I didn't have enough time to get it in before uh, I had to leave, so. I didn't watch, but I'll, I'll probably catch that.
2: Yeah, same. It's whatever. Same. Yeah, I mean, you know,
1: it's for Paramount who uh, rebranded. They, well, they rebranded. Uh, ViacomCBS has rebranded to Paramount, but Paramount Plus announced that uh, they will be the home for Paramount theatrical releases starting in 2024.
2: Like there was yeah. all your Mission Impossible films. Yeah,
1: and, Star Trek and all that stuff. Which yeah, they, oh
2: they, shit though. Isn't, yeah. Aren't Indiana Jones films Paramount? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Because I've been been wondering. But this
1: is the, the, I mean, I don't think it means like legacy content. I mean, I think they mean like when the movie gets released in theaters, once it is ready to go to streaming, then they're going to be, they're not going to be on Netflix or who, like they'll just be on they 'll When they go to like streaming platform time oh. whenever that is it's it's going to only be on paramount they 're not going to be available to any other streaming service
2: Wow, yeah,
1: that's okay if, at least for a time period, you know, and that's I, cool because they just announced as they dig they finally start to um I, and Paramount plus is great like if you 're a Star trek fan because there's so much Star Trek on it right mm-hmm. now and it's it most of it is really good. Um, but now they just announced finally that uh, they're going to be reuniting the Kelvin Timeline cast. So Chris Pine and Zachary yeah. Quinto and Zoe Saldana and Carl and Urban and Sam and Peg and all them. Um, they're all going to be reuniting for uh, another a fourth movie uh, that right now is supposed to be directed by Matt Shankman. Shankman? Shankman? Who, um, he directed WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he Mostly he's done TV Yeah Matt Shackman Apparently he was a child actor He was the son I don't know how many of you remember
2: I do remember hearing The Growing Pains
1: spinoff Just the Ten of Us Where yep. it was like the, the coach uh, yep. I think his name was Bill Kirkenbauer Was the, the actor's name Or the comedian's name Who was the father uh, He was I guess the son on that show um, I remember the show I watched it I don't necessarily remember him specifically But anyway He's going to be directing it, and I guess uh, it's, it's co-written by one of the guys who uh, wrote Avatar two or co-wrote Avatar two, and uh, no, one of the writers from from WandaVision. Uh, so, I mean, this is a movie that's been in. In development for a while. I mean, at one point, Quentin Tarantino was going to be directing a Star Trek movie that was supposed to be like grittier and darker, and mm. and there was going to be two. There was going to be that one and another movie with um, Chris Pine as Kirk and and Chris Hemsworth reprising his role of of um, Captain Kirk's dad. father. That wound up not happening, so it's good to see that they're back. I, I actually, uh, as a big Star Trek fan, I actually am one of those people that that likes the Kelvin timeline movies for the most part mm. um i really love um star trek 2009 i understand that it's not like completely star trek i get it but i think for what j james did with that it's really entertaining and really well done mm. uh I like most of Into Darkness. I, I don't like when they just decide to redo the ending of the Wrath of Khan, just flipping yeah. the Kirk and Spock roles. That was cheesy. That was the worst of J.J. J. Abrams. You know uh, that no, was. Um, I'm
2: sorry, uh, you're wrong. That would be the Rise of Skywalker. No, no, you're I wrong? don't
1: mean I don't mean I'm the kidding. movie. I mean <laughs> the, the like the worst of his tendencies, <laughs> where it's like he yeah. he that that doing that. It's it's almost like that's what somebody who didn't really watch Star Trek, which he admittedly was not a big Star Trek fan. Somebody who didn't really watch Star Trek and was not a big Star Trek fan. That's what like they think Star Trek fans would have wanted as fan service, but it's not, right? Like I would think that movie would have been much better if Benedict Cumberbatch had just stayed John Harrison and it turned out that he was like some super soldier that they were working on and some, you know, dark, uh, you know, Secret uh, Federation program or whatever, and like it would have been mm-hmm. a better movie if they just gone that route because there's a lot of good things in that movie. But and then Star Trek Beyond, which Abrams didn't direct, he just produced it. Um, I, I like that. I mean, I, I get what people say. Like, well, it feels that movie to me felt like like almost like what an extended television episode of Star Trek would be if, with that cast, that. right? And and I'm cool with that because like. I know like for instance a lot of people Star Trek fans have an issue with Star Trek Insurrection which was the Mm. the I guess third technically a next gen movie Uh, it followed First Contact which was the first all next generation movie right after generations Mm -hmm. and that movie is not just the best of the next generation movies it's one of the best Star Trek movies period
2: First First Contact First
1: Contact Insurrection that followed it people have a problem with it because it really is a much smaller film it it basically feels like an episode of The Next Generation, which I'm cool with because I love The Next Generation, so I'm fine with that. Now, I get where maybe mainstream audiences were bored by it or whatever, but so uh, Star Trek Beyond reminds me of that in a sense where um, it it does feel just like a a Star Trek episode, and I I get a kick out of how people who complain that Star Trek 2009 wasn't Star Trek enough, yet Star Trek Beyond... Was very Star Trek, and they complained that it was like too much like an episode of Star Trek.
2: It's Like, yeah. well, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I watched that movie on a plane. Uh,
1: yeah, it was probably fine. not the <laughs> ideal setting
2: to watch. Fine, fair. It was. I just remember the, the like the biggest set piece being like in a forest.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not. And look, it's not
2: fantastic motorcycles.
1: Right, it's not fantastic Star Trek, but it it was fun. It's not bad. I mean, it's it's better and than the, the Final Frontier, for instance. Where they talk to, they meet God, but
2: oh, the, is that the whales?
1: That's no, that's the fourth one, the voyage. That's actually a good movie. Uh, yeah. But no, the fifth one is the final frontier. That's the one that William Shatner basically threw a hissy fit uh, and said, uh, like he wasn't going to make the movie unless they let him direct it because Leonard Nimoy had directed the previous two movies, mm. and it's a disaster.
0: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, so that that's going to be a thing. Uh, so that's exciting. Uh, for you know, Star Trek fans, it's good to see. And you know, it's interesting because that cast now posts those movies. Like, I mean, Chris Pine, his profiles increased, right, with Wonder sure. Woman and all that. And and Carl uh, Urban with the boys, and Zoe yeah. Saldana with with Guardians of the Galaxy, and, of the Galaxy. And, and they're the,
2: filming and, Guardians of the Galaxy now. Yeah, and the Infinity Saga movies, and yeah. and um, and and then Zachary Quinto. Right, he's done a lot. Yeah. Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know. So Sorry. anyway, so it'd be interesting to see if that if that uh, I'm sure that's played a role in why they decided to go with this now. Um, also, it's something that they can use for Paramount Plus, you know, once yeah. it goes that route and and to boost that and and all of that. But uh, it'll be interesting to see if they get a bump from from the fact that their cast is they're they're bigger stars now than they were
2: um yeah before let be cool
1: yeah all right so let's uh I mean, you want to get into you want to go well you know what let's talk quickly before we start diving into the shows uh, the obi-wan kenobi the poster which was really cool yeah uh so we have a release date may 25th yeah uh for that so shame it's on may the 4th yeah um I guess, is that Memorial Day weekend, May twenty? Is that right yeah, before um, Memorial Day weekend?
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
1: so it probably, I guess they're going. I don't they know why people, that would matter necessarily, but. Uh, yeah, it was interesting that they wouldn't do it. Well, what is what is May the 4th right now? May f-
2: Actually, yeah, no, no, no. The Memorial Day is the, it's a Wednesday, so. Oh, it's the so Wednesday, it's Wednesday 25th, before Memorial Day, yeah. The Wednesday before yeah, oh, yeah, Memorial Day.
1: Oh, interesting, because yeah. May 4th is a Wednesday.
2: Is a Wednesday. Wow. Da-da. Yep. Huh. Sorry, Star Wars, because they're gonna do like they'll probably do a Star Wars celebration. Probably and we'll like get to see and, footage from the show and yeah, stuff. Yeah, get everyone hyped up for it.
1: Yeah. So alright. Well anyway, so I guess on that note, I don't know, would you wanna go you wanna do Book of Boba Fett or Peacemaker first?
2: Uh I yo, dude, your your choice.
1: Um all right, you know what? Let's get peace. Let's do Peacemaker first. Okay. Now, uh, so Peacemaker, by the way, was re- renewed for second season, and, uh, it, was and it was announced Gunn that and directing all, yeah, James Gunn writing and directing all episodes. So that's exciting.
2: Kudos. Yeah. Great stuff.
1: Now, so the the finale, final episode of Peacemaker came, and man, like to me, that was a home run episode. I loved the whole show. Yeah, uh, but that that final episode just kind of brought everything home to me. Um, you know, I wound up caring even more about the characters by the end of it, yeah. uh, looking forward to seeing what happens next, and of course the big cameo surprise, now, whatever.
2: How, how? No, I'm going to pause for a second. Yeah. The the cameo. If we take that out, <clears throat> is the is the finale still amazing? Of course. Okay, because okay, it's good. not. Good. We're on the, I'm on the same page. I mean, it's just I mean, that was
1: just a a moment.
2: Yeah, it's just that you know a lot of a lot of the conversation, a lot of the hype was like, oh my god, that cameo! Oh my god, the cameo! I, well, and because I'm again, like,
1: that's what people who are talking shit? about right now. But but I, like to me, the cameo was really like it was a sight gag.
2: Yeah, in a way. No, it's yeah, exactly. But you know what? You know what made the show for me. Activate Human Torpedo.
1: That was fantastic. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, that show is so good. Yep. Yeah, you know what I loved? I, they, like, they basically, was. Every, I thought everyone was going to die. I thought everyone, I thought hardcore was going to die. It looked like, I yeah, they, I did too, actually. Jolene I was, was going to die. I was like, oh my God, they're all dead. They
1: sold me a ticket on that. I was like, yeah. wow, everyone's going to be
2: dead. They're killing everybody except Peacemaker. Yeah. And then they all ended up surviving, which is cool, but – yeah. and like, like Vigilation just kind of walks it off.
1: Yeah, yeah. It
2: was good stuff. I mean the yeah. writing is – the writing was amazing. The whole show was great. Yes. and It was crazy. Freaking huge – butterflies. Yeah. <laughs> Invading people's bodies and whatnot. Like the whole concept is just bonkers.
1: Like I, I had said after the first couple of episodes that I thought – I mean it reminded me of like – it was like James Gunn's greatest hits – yeah. You know, because you got to see all the different sides of him as a director, right? I mean, there was the, you know, the James Gunn that directed Slither and the James Gunn that worked for Troma and the James Gunn that did Guardians of the Galaxy and the James Gunn that did the Suicide Squad. Like, So it was like a combination of a lot yeah. of those different elements of his career and, and all of the things that he does well that are like his stamp. Because yeah. I think a lot his, of people... His ensemble,
2: for... like His ensemble writing, like meaning like his the way he writes chemistry between characters yes. it there's no one better. Right. Like I wish he could write fantastic four. Yeah. You know, cause I think, yeah. I think, I think that da- dynamic and like the, the infighting and the bickering between people and understanding like the pecking order of all, I love all of that shit and yeah. that, that, you know, Peacemaker did a great job with all that. Yeah. And then also bringing home like the sentimentality of it all. Like when, um, I don't even know his name. This is a dye beard. Oh yeah. <laughs> when he's talking about the like, guy's like, Why did you, you know, why did that human yes. die his beard? And he like and it's a really touching moment. Yep. He's like, Oh, you know, we have never had a date and blah blah and like Peacemaker's face you know, he feels really bad. Yeah. That's a good stuff. Uh,
1: James Gunn writes movies or writes characters like Garth Ennis writes characters in the comics. Yeah. Uh they're vivid they they jump out at you they're unique they're they're they have clearly defined right they they're funny they're over the top like but they they stick with you and like when you're done with them like you you kind of don't want to leave them you know mm-hmm. like and that's he's got a knack for that um yeah i mean you know and, and again like you said people are talking about like the whole cameo and stuff and that's fine um but, you know, I, uh, you know, again, I think it just wound up being like a psychic, kind of a, I mean, they, they focused on, reprising. yeah, they focused on the Flash, and they focused on Aquaman, obviously, because they're, they're, they have movies coming they, out, you know, yeah. and you could see in the, sh- the shadow of Superman, um, and, um, and Wonder Woman, there was no Batman, there was no Cyborg, I know there's a whole big thing now, oh, Cyborg was cut, but, you know, Batman was or Cyborg was cut out, Batman wasn't in it. You know, obviously they're not going to be part of any future Justice League, you would think, because they don't, they're do not they not going to factor in, right? Wonder Woman is still a part of this. She's got another movie coming out. Aquaman, The Flash, we know they're all in it. Now, how Superman factors into this um, is going to be interesting because, you know, we don't know what's happening with him. So it's interesting that they included him, but they didn't include batman or cyborg uh you know i i i don't i don't honestly know i mean it again it because it turned out to basically just be like a gag where what does he say to them like
2: oh about the rumor about the rumor and him and aquaman basically effing fishes fish. yeah yeah yeah
1: you know yeah. so it's like whatever and then it's like yeah we didn't need you and all that stuff and so i i don't take it too seriously. I mean, it, it. I guess you could almost think of it in a way. It was like Superman showing up at the end of Shazam.
2: It. I mean, it was very much that. Yeah. And you know, Wonder Woman, which was interesting. Um, but I get it. But the two of them, you know, uh, Momoa and Ezra Ezra Miller, uh, were certainly down for it. And think uh, I'm movies cool, to promote. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I was. I, I mean, I. I saw that, and I, I was laughing. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, and and um, look,
1: it's also another one... You know, who knows, too, like, how much of that was, like... You know, hey, listen, there's been so much talk about what the DCEU is right now and, like, where everything fits. Like, let's drop this in here just to get people talking so that they understand, like, this is all part of the same thing still. Yeah. You know, like... I mean, I think it could just be people having fun with it, too. Yeah. Which is what it should be anyway,
2: right? Right, right. <laughs> I mean, right. I mean it, 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 like... Throughout the show, uh Peacemaker has been referencing multiple yes. DC villains, heroes, et cetera. So yeah. I'm and yeah, those
1: moments too where, you know, they get in the up final where the she kept uh calling and saying, you know, call in the ju- do we have to call in the Justice League? Yeah. You know, and stuff. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> all right, so they paid it off, you know. Um yeah. kind of <laughs> Um, you know, it's it also cool. one of those things, too, though, that, like, in a lot of ways, it, it is that whole concept of, like, where the hell are these heroes when all these things are going on? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it, it's almost like a wink, wink, and a nod to that. Like, that whole... Because like, they're like, well, where where the hell were you guys? Like, we don't need yeah. you. You know, that type of thing. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. You know, the, we, we talk all the time about that. Like, the, you know, that was one of the issues with, with that I had with Suicide Squad was it was like, really? Like, you needed... You have all these like superhumans and I, you know, you needed, or these superheroes and you needed this ragtag group of like, not quite, not very super powered, um, bad guys basically to, to, to save the world,
2: (laughs) you know, it was like,
1: really? Like, why wouldn't you turn to like the, you know, so this was where
2: Batman makes a cameo in the the movie as well.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this was kind of an, almost like a nod to that too. Yeah. You know, yeah, so anyway, so yeah, so we'll all look forward to season two of that. Mm -hmm. I heard a lot of people talking about that this show and talking about John Cena. And, um, you know, there were a lot of people, as we know, that did not see the suicide squad, right. Uh, You know, and or if they saw it, they weren't really crazy about it. And they got a new appreciation for John Cena and for the character watching the yeah. show, which is I guess what that's what should happen anyway. Right.
2: Because. Yeah. You know, and it was, I guess, one of the most streamed shows on HBO Max. Yeah. Like well, that.
1: it makes sense. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we'll see cool. what that goes. All right. So now we'll get into the book of Boba Fett. Season finale, which uh, you know, we built towards, and um, man, I you know, this episode, I, I for the most part, I really enjoyed it, yeah. Um, you know, there was something the things that I, I you know, the things that I wasn't crazy about throughout the show, or the things I still wasn't crazy about, like the characters in particular, you know, that mm-hmm. that I went that part, whatever. But like, I mean, there was so much cool Star Wars in this, like, man. Uh, you know, I, by by the time this episode was over, it's like I don't even care. I don't care what the show was, wasn't. Uh, it just wound up the last few episodes in particular were just some amazing star Wars. star Wars television. Yeah, there was such great fan. star, not even television, just great Star Wars. Period. Yeah. Um, and you know what? At this point, it's like great. Just give me great Star Wars stories. I, I don't yep. really necessarily care. And you know, the thing though is, this episode did pay off or reference at least things that did happen early on
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know in the show so like it wasn't like all for naught that we had you know we sat through the episode with him and the tuscans and and you know uh all that because it kind of there was a payoff in a way right to yeah. that stuff and so it didn't disregard everything um but uh yeah, I mean, there was just great stuff. I mean, there was one point where I was like, "I can't believe I'm seeing this! Like, what yeah. am I watching right now?" Um, you know. So I, I just, um, you know, I thought it was great. I was happy Luke didn't pop up.
2: Oh, dude, I, I totally thought he was going to man I when know. his X-wing comes flying into Tatooine. Yep. And then it like parks. I'm like, yo, if this dude gets out of that freaking <laughs> cockpit, I'm be so pissed. Yeah. Right. But and it it wasn't r and Grogu. Yeah, uh, they reunite Grogu in in uh, Mandalorian. And that that was great. And he had
1: on his his, his um, little Beskar shirt, his Disc Zudio fifty four Beskar shirt. Yeah.
2: He like uses his the Force powers to jump into Din's yep. arms. Yeah. So I mean,
1: it's I mean, it it's,
2: was it was cool. I mean, look for whatever it is and the way that it was structured, which was a total dumpster fire in my opinion. Yeah, it was just a it was it an still oddly paced show. Great, a great series. Um, you know, wh- honestly, seeing Boba Fett finally, finally do some cool ass shit. Yeah, him on the Rancor. Dude, so when he Ugh. when he left, he's like, ah, oh, you know, I'm going to, when he leaves the battle and, and Mando is like, where are you going? We don't have any more friends left. He's like, I'll be right back. Yep. I'm like, oh, he's going to get a Firestorm or whatever the freaking name of the ship is now. Oh one. yeah. I thought he was gonna get the ship. Totally forgot about the, the ring Oh no, I, I, I had totally a feeling that was
1: it. popping up, but man, that was cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. And then the thing just loses his mind that and was, destroys the city. And
1: great. And it would they they basically gave you like an homage to like King Kong. Yeah, kind of yeah. got claim climbing the, the thing, and I was like, "Man, this is this is awesome stuff that I'm watching on my TV right yeah. now."
2: Yeah. You know,
1: and uh, and the it stuff was with funny. yeah, Grogu doing his force stuff that he does every like so often. He passes
2: out every time he uses it. <laughs>
1: yeah, and and you know the relationship between him and and the Mandalorian is one of the great television relationships that we've had in in a long time. I don't care Star Wars or otherwise. Yeah. I mean there is like a little Like you care I care so much about those two being together It's just It's unbelievable what they've done with that character Of Grogu yeah. You know from you what know. it looked like it was going to be Like an excuse to sell dolls And to be cute And the but depth, that wasn't
2: even it because they had If you remember
1: Well they screwed up and didn't have the doll They had
2: no merchandise
1: Because I don't know why they didn't think anybody would you want know, them You
2: know he doesn't to this day He doesn't have his own line Yeah I know like I want that N one Naboo Starfighter.
1: Well, you got your wish, right? Because now you see they, they, uh, they put the two of them together.
2: Yeah, and he's sitting like, in the thing and in the cockpit. And,
1: yep. So, yep. I mean, it's uh, yeah. I mean, like I'm, 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 you know, I don't. I'm still not excited about Boba Fett. Yeah. But I am, and I, I'm still not sure of what the. The show was truly supposed to be, but like I said, it doesn't matter because it it if it's just another chapter. Ironically, it's a show called the Book of Boba Fett, but meanwhile, it seemed like just a chapter in a much bigger story in a sure. much bigger book. Sure. Um. And and you know, as that man, I am pumped for season three of the Mandalorian. I am pumped for everything else that's going to be connected to this part of the universe. Yeah. Um. And, uh, you know, again, you know, flaws aside and, you know, things that I still had issues with doesn't really make a difference because, man, I had like the best time watching that episode.
2: Yeah. um, Do you think they they like reunited the two of them too quickly? I Grogu don't. uh,
1: I I don't because it it, well, I shouldn't say I mean, to be honest with you, I'm going to say I don't only because until you just mentioned it. I hadn't felt like that yeah, or thought about right. it. Like, I, I I, figured that it was probably going to happen before the end of this show because it was introduced in this show, the idea of him making the choice. And I didn't think they would save that for yeah. The Mandalorian Season 3 because I think the idea is you want to start Mandalorian Season 3 with them together. Because you don't want to have to drag out that whole storyline any more than it already was, because where else do you go from there like if they start Mandalorian season three with Grogu still trying to decide like that means we got to see more Luke, you know that means we right. have to see more of like how much more you're gonna want to get into that and then have it make the decision and then have them reunite like it's just better that they're together now, we go into Mandalorian season three with the two of them together and then just focus on. I mean, as we talked about, you know, on the show before, like all of the storylines that you can get into with the Mandalorian, uh, there's just so much that, that the idea of him, him reuniting with Grogu should have been a little brief interlude. And, and I guess in some ways it, I'm kind of happy that it happened like this in what essentially turned out to be like these last three episodes almost felt like, like a, a giant like post credit scene or a giant like um appendix you know mm. to uh to the Mandalorian season 2 um yeah i'm i'm fine with that uh, cuz I, I don't think there was much more story there yeah. you know again i mean i i know you didn't want to see more luke
2: no i certainly you know, didn't so not.
1: you would how you would almost have to you know if you yeah. were going to drag that on or just ignore it and then have him pop up like the way he did, and then it—I don't think it has the same impact.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, so it's—it's it's fresh in people's minds, and uh, yeah, I think—I think that part was fine. I, I didn't have a problem with that at all, because mm. I don't think that was that interest. Like that, them reun... like how they get back together and them being apart. I, I don't think that that was as interesting to me as them just being together, and because right. like after that that episode right the first episode with that just focused on the mandalorian
0: mm-hmm. like
1: watching that and saying like holy like all of these things that that have to be resolved they're all of these things that we can get into in the third season of that show like that's the stuff that's interesting to me
2: right right
1: you know like i you know th- not him being lost and and not having like i don't need you know especially if it's only gonna be like eight episodes or whatever like, give me dark saber stuff, give me, you know, Bo-Katan, give me, you know, give me all of that.
2: Um, I can't wait for all of that. Yeah,
1: I don't need, the Grogu thing, cool, they're back together, that's where we need to be. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't need to see any more of like, oh, I miss him, oh, you know, no, just enough. I feel like it was just enough. Yeah. Um, Ironically, in somebody else's show, but it was just enough to where now we can get a, a just what, what looks like it's going to be a. Completely badass season
2: Yeah I'm like Was well, it somebody else's show Or was that somebody else In his show
1: Yeah I Whatever Like I said I don't <laughs> I mean yeah You could argue that The first Was it The first four episodes Were technically like Side stories In The Mandalorian More right. than anything else um, right. Because You know We we got If you take the episodes Of The Mandalorian The first two seasons And then these last Three episodes Of this show it's really just like it feels like there were just four episodes of The Mandalorian that only had Boba Fett as opposed right. to three, ep- two episodes of the Boba Fett show that only had The Mandalorian, you know, and then a mix. So, yeah, yeah. I, the question is, is there anything you're interested in as far as Boba F- a potential Boba Fett season two, like as far as his standalone story, which seems no. like an afterthought at this point?
2: Uh, you know they could do something where like his his reign gets challenged or whatever and obviously it they left Cobb Vant alive and he's right. in the back back the tank and yep. you know obviously he's going to be like tweaked out and yeah. thanks to Mr. I you know uh, modifying his body whatever that is um it has to be better <laughs> It, that's it. It just it, they have to really focus on Boba Fett. They have to make him have some serious challenges. Because truth be told, his biggest challenge was not even a challenge that he he inserted himself into it. Right. right. He he didn't want spice being run through tattooing because it was ruining people. But we didn't know that. Well,
1: and not only we, that, we but really care do, about any I was of right. That. I was about to say, does anybody care
2: at this? Yeah, point? nobody cared about it, and yeah. we didn't really know you know the the Neto bike gang was was the scapegoats to the death of the tuscans so you couldn't even say that he was aware, fully aware that that the uh the pikes had had you know had done that to the tuscans right so it's like it was all empty threats for him it was just him kind of just trying to assert his power in a place that really didn't need him um yeah I, it's funny i, I read
1: they- an article i don't even remember where it was but it was like um If you you watch Book of Boba Fett and you you think of Boba Fett as the villain of the series, it takes on a whole different vibe. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, I could totally see that. Yeah.
1: They're like, it's a better show if you just think of him as the villain. Yeah. (laughs) Like, huh. Interesting. Okay.
2: So, anyways, you know, we'll we'll see. I, I have a feeling that they probably will go back to him at some point. Well,
1: the thing is, do they go, be, like, do we, is there going to be, is Book of Boba Fett or whatever going to be used, always used as, like, Mandalorian season something point five? Or yeah. is it, is it at any point going to be established like as its own show where people maybe pop up here and there, but, like, we finally get to see, like, Boba Fett in the present day being the crime boss that he wanted to be or whatever. Like are we ever getting that show? I, I mean, don't know. I,
2: I, I yeah. I don't I don't know. I yeah. hope I hope it's Crime boss. Right. Really? If
1: they're going to do another one.
2: Yeah. I I feel I feel like they they I may. don't see why they wouldn't, but Yeah. yeah. I mean there's you room know. for it. It I at the end of the day we now that Boba Fett's been reestablished in canon. We don't know his the rest of his story. Yeah. Right? We don't know how he goes out. We don't know what happens. When Ray shows up on Tatooine, is it an old Boba Fett waiting there? You know? Yeah. I don't know. Uh we'll see. Yeah. But does he start a new syndicate, a new crime syndicate? I don't know. You know, I, that's right. what, that, that's that's some interesting stuff to me. Um can he, and if, Man, if he and does, does Mando he eventually, and, and Mando and Grogu. yeah,
1: if, if he does do that, does he eventually become a true villain
2: Right in this story? Right. I mean, and that's, that's the thing. I mean, I think in my mind, Star Wars truly wins when it's not so focused on the Skywalker bloodline and, and, and that family. Right. You know, that, that, that's where, that's where the exciting as long stuff as, happens. As
1: long as you make it exciting. Right. You know, like I mean, like, if things have to be at the quality of the Mandalorian for that to work. Sure. But it sure. can certainly work. I mean, we've seen it yeah. before. Yeah.
2: But that—that's the stuff that gets me excited. And and there are rumors about you know a uh, a new movie a trilogy being in the works and it, about a new order of Jedi. And I'm like, that's all sounds great to me. But please, let's get off of the Skywalker stuff. Let's end that. Right. Let's just finish it. Yeah, um, I I mean
1: I'm fine with that if they want to shoot us into the future right. and do a new order. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. Yeah. You know. But, but no connection. Like I better not find out like in the last movie of the trilogy that's they all gonna take the name Skywalker and, and you know their their grandfather is gonna be, you know, the emp like don't do that. Just yeah. make it its own thing. Like shoot don't it think. far enough into the future where I don't need to worry about any of that stuff. Yeah. I can yeah. just embrace these new characters and take them on and, and, and enjoy them. I mean, look, we've seen it happen before. Yeah. You know, Rogue One was successful. Without having to, I mean, yeah, there was the Vader stuff, but you know, it was still a new characters that we were invested no, in, not because they were Cassian. Skywalkers, but because they were cool.
2: Yeah. You cared about Cassie and Andor. Yeah. You cared about K2SO. Yep. You know, and Jyn or so. Yeah. And all of that, and that the whole crew. Yeah. You know, the fact that that Chirrut was like a priest of the old Jedi temples. Yeah not necessarily a force user. Right. Or believer. Yep. That's cool stuff, yeah, it man. Is an,
1: and look, I cared about Ray, and I cared about Finn and I cared about Poe and all them too before, you know, they mm. shit the bed in Rise of Skywalker. So you could yeah. do it. <laughs> um, We've seen it. I mean, look, Rebels too. I mean, yeah, Rebels had its nod to things, but like for the most part,
2: it was its own crew of people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I that's that that's the kind of stuff that I'm I'm in I, I want to see more. I mean that's why I love the Mandalorian so much is because he's his own character. Yep. He weaves in and out of things that we are familiar with, but still it's his story. Even right now, even the way they leave him right now, with having to go, you know, to be a part of his, re, you know, rejoin his clan, he has to go to Mandalore and and like basically baptize himself. Right. You know? Who? What kind of what kind of trouble does he kind of come on to yeah. along the way? Like I'm I'm invested. And how does
1: the relationship with Grogu affect any of that?
2: Right. Which like is Ahsoka. another
1: reason why you want Grogu around.
2: Right. And then yeah. there's Ahsoka who yeah is looking for Ezra Bridger. You know, supposed to potentially come across right Thrawn. Yep. Like that's cool stuff. Yes. You know, and it
1: doesn't need any involvement from anybody else. No. Yeah.
2: Yep. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, we will. Uh, here's just an interesting note before we start to head out of here. Um, I saw that Nielsen put this up. Uh, did you know that in January of this year, uh, streaming surpassed broadcast television for the first time? Uh, uh, you know, of the Nielsen, of people that they surveyed, 28.9% were wa- watched you know, most of their TV through streaming services as opposed to 26.4% for broadcast television. Yeah, Cable television was still tops at 35.6% and uh, 9.1% other. But uh, interesting that uh, streaming, and and of that 28.9%, it was broken out as 6.6% for Netflix, 5.7% 5.7% for YouTube, 3% for Hulu, 2.4% for Prime, 1.8% for Disney Plus, and 9.4% other streaming services.
2: Mm. Interesting. Yep. A lot of people still watching Netflix.
1: Well, the interesting is, well, because Netflix was the first, yeah. right? So they're going to, for until they just priced themselves out, they're still the established thing. You know, they're the... Right. You know, but also... Um, you know it's interesting YouTube, because not YouTube TV, YouTube, the regular yeah. YouTube streaming app. I've been watching a ton of YouTube.
2: Like Dude, the, I watch I watch YouTube. I used to play video games pretty much every night. Yeah, I just watch YouTube.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mostly it's now. Pretty bad. When I turn my TV on, unless there's like a specific thing I'm looking to watch. Yeah. Usually the like if I'm just looking to casually just kind of like. You know, the equivalent of like what we used to just flip through channels, you know, to see yeah. if something's on. The first two things that I go to are Pluto TV and YouTube. Yeah. Both free services that have tons of content that you could watch. I mean, just an incredible amount of content. Uh, I do that before I go to any of the, and I guess this is, you know, foolish for me, but I do that before I go to any of the pay streaming services that I have. Yeah. Uh,
2: same, I'm, I'm the same, I'm the same way, but I actually, I pay for YouTube cause I don't like ads.
1: Oh, so. I don't blame you and they're getting worse, but yeah. it it's, I find it a little bit better on the Roku app than on my phone app. There's slightly less ads. Right. I guess it also depends on what you're watching, but, um,
2: yeah, I watch it. Yeah. I watch way too much YouTube, man. I feel like such a degenerate. I, I watch dumb shit. Like fail gag. I watch people getting hurt. (laughs) Yeah. I love that shit. I watch, I I watch like wood carving, wood turning.
1: Yeah. We've had this discussion. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: watch all types of dumb shit. I'm, I'm, I really like, if you guys are listening to me, I'm a degenerate. Yeah. (laughs) I feel so guilty for this shit. Look behind the curtain, everybody. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: And I watch nothing, absolutely nothing of substance. Right. Unless it's like, uh, some Wired stuff or people, you know, screenwriters kind of digesting famous scenes and why we give a shit about these characters. Like I do watch that kind of stuff. I watch like impressionists, stuff like that. You know. Yeah. Can't 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 forget about my street beefs.
1: <laughs> street yep.
2: Watching people backyard brawl, stuff like that. But yeah, I watch I watch so much YouTube, so bad. And of course, you know, watch our you know people we've had on the show do their trailer breakdowns or you know <clears throat> episode breakdowns and whatnot but um
1: oh i and i go down the youtube rabbit holes like i went down one the other day where um i dis- you know cuz they give you like recommendations like sure. when you start looking through stuff so i uh they were like, oh, you can watch here. Monsters of Rock Festival from like 1992, Castle Donnington." I was like, oh, yeah, I'm all about that. And then from there, they had like 94 and 95 yeah. and 90. I spent like the whole day just watching those old like Headbangers Ball Monsters of Rock specials yeah. from the 90s. It was like, what is happening right now? Where has this been all my yeah. life? Yeah, so it's like you just find things sometimes that are you don't even realize you needed in your totally. life, and it's like, totally. oh my god, this is the. I best. was
2: watching some dude like break a master's lock. There you go, like, fascinating. I was like, yeah, I can use that. <laughs> that's a skill I'm gonna need someday because I'm yeah. gonna lose a key. Yeah. Whatever. Make it happen.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So before we get out of here, we do have to touch on uh, the passing of Ivan Reitman. Yeah, he uh, died. I guess it was was it February twelfth or the thirteenth. Um, I guess yeah. it was February thirteenth. Of course, I mean we have just we've been talking about Ghostbusters, right? Because of Ghostbusters Afterlife, and mm-hmm. and um, you know Ivan Reitman. I mean, you talk about I mean Ghostbusters, but also Stripes, right? And, yeah, great uh, Just uh, meatballs too, right? He did.
2: Yeah, meatballs.
1: I mean, just great stuff. If you were you know into that. In the '80s, and um, you know, a legend, and he was only seventy-five. Yeah, you know, so uh, sad, Uh, you know, tragic uh, passing. Legendary director, yeah, uh, Ivan Reitman, and uh, his son now is carrying on the legacy of Ghostbusters in in tremendous way. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's huge. And like, apparently, (laughs) it's funny. My uh, my wife watches his daughter. She has a Netflix show called Working Moms. Okay. Yeah. Like, I was like, I saw the last name. I was like, right. And then I looked at the face, you know, the big old teeth that Ivan Reitman had. Yep. And his daughter inherited those. Oh.
1: Well, Um, yeah. I mean, I'm looking through his film. I actually forgot he directed Dave. I love Dave.
2: That's um, an awesome, awesome film.
1: Great movie with with the brilliant Kevin Kline and Sigourney Weaver, Frank Langella. Um, Charles Grodin I mean Ving Rames is in that I mean, That's a great movie Where he, he basically Is a guy who looks like The, the president The president, president winds up Having like yeah. a stroke Or something He's having an affair And they have to pretend That he does That's a great movie I mean you know He did Kindergarten <clears throat> Excuse me Kindergarten Cop Twins um, Yeah I mean You know It gets a little wacky as Kindergarten Cop Later guys. You know, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, just for those movies alone, I mean, for for Ghostbusters one and two and for Meatballs and Stripes and, and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, yeah, a heck and of a
2: decent, 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 if not uh, a pretty, pretty well off uh, track. Yeah.
1: Enough. I mean, not a not a tremendous filmography
2: like he doesn't have a
1: lot of movies, you know, considering, you know, he he made his first movies in the, the late 60s, early 70s. But like he didn't have a ton of films. Um, You know, interesting I mean, he did produce a lot You know, a yeah. few more Not a lot, but a couple of extra things additionally and um, You know, but doesn't have a big filmography I mean, I'm looking here He, he directed uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 movies You know, and his first movie he directed in 1968 His last movie was in 2014 Wow so not a not a huge filmography, um, you know, as a director, but a memorable one. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. just Ghostbusters alone, he probably didn't have to do anything ever again. But I mean, these movies were. Hit. I mean, Stripes was a hit. Meatballs was a hit. Uh, obviously, Ghostbusters one and two were hits. Twins was a hit. Yeah, you know, twins. Dave was a you know did pretty well. Uh, kindergarten Cop was a you know a hit. Yeah, and after that, you know, Junior not so much. You know. Uh, no strings attached. Draft day was his last movie. I mean, he you know he kind of tails off there in the, as far as the hits go. But I mean, he was look. He's making that Ghostbusters money.
2: Yeah, he didn't need to do anything else. No, yeah, absolutely. Kick his feet back.
1: Yeah, or up. <laughs> so, but good. Thankfully, the Ghostbusters legacy continues on, and and yeah, seems like it's in good hands. So.
2: For sure see what I happen. mean imagine what that second That second film is going to mean uh, To Jason Oh Reagan.
1: yeah I'll, I'm, I'm going to cry again Yeah Damn Yeah Still recovering so, from From the
2: end that goes Great Busters Great movie life. man Jeez Yeah
1: Yeah Alright So on that note Let's get out of here Of course Go to the fanboygarage.com You can check out all of our stuff and uh, you can join the conversation on the social medias the Facebook, the Instagram, and the Twitter at The Fanboy Garage. And you can find me on Twitter at RealCLMighty.
2: And you can find me on Twitter at AARonspeaks. Speaks. Thank you again so much for listening to episode 165 of The Fanboy Garage. That is the end of our show. We will catch you guys next week.
0: You're listening to the Fanboy Garage Podcast.